Sai Sessions, a movement coming to life through podcast mixes and events is brought to you by Sai Jones. To keep up with all the great content and to get in touch with the Bay DJ, check out the website www.sijones.co.za. Please enjoy this episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sai Sessions podcast. My name is Sai Jones. And as you know, right here on the Sai Sessions show, we talk about, comment, react and share everything that has to do with the music. So today I wanted to do something a little bit different. I actually realized that we as musicians kind of overlook how much knowledge we need to know about music publishing. And we kind of overlook the, the fact that not all of us know exactly what it takes and what goes into music publishing and the nitty gritties of splits and what um, authorities you need to visit to make sure that you can get paid. So this is the purpose of today's episode. Today, I will be having a conversation with Gavin Green. So Gavin Green is the founder of Plan A Music Services. They offer services in uh, intellectual property management and copyright management, and they kind of handle the admin of all of that. And I've had the pleasure of working with Gavin Green because your girl right here sucks with admin especially if it's as complicated as uh, publishing. So I'm glad that Gavin decided, um, rather that I decided that we must have the conversation of music publishing. And also when I got a DM on my Twitter quite a while back about um, publishing and uh, thankfully I had the answers to the questions that the person who was asking me um, had and I don't know why they chose to ask me but I'm still grateful that I have the answers and quite recently someone also asked me on the recording side of life exactly what they need to do when they want to legitimize the distribution of their music so it's about that time and ladies and gentlemen I hope you enjoy this conversation with Gavin Green <laughs> Hi, Gavin. How are you? And thank you so much for joining me on the Citations. Welcome. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me on. Um, I don't do very many podcasts, so it's always like quite a cool experience. And yeah. I mean, with this uh, pandemicness that we have, it's always good to see a face where you can and speak to someone outside of your, your, your yeah. home office. Can. So yeah. yeah, no, thanks. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, I can also see that you you have a beard going on. And <laughs> if I took this off, you'd cry. <laughs> yeah, I'm all pandemic out. This is the pandemic uh, look. I I wasn't joking. I mentioned to you before we we we, we yeah. uh, chat. Um, I mentioned to you that I'm gonna trim my my quarantine your, beard a little your, bit. Your beard. And I I turned I I I, I grabbed the uh, shaver and it's a, one of those battery operated ones. And then when I switched the button, it just didn't want to work. So the batteries were dead. Then I was like, no, this I'm not going on anyone's podcast with this pandemic beard. It's it's rude, you know. It's like uncivil. <laughs> I got in my car, went to the shop, and then the queue at the shop was just way too long for my liking. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> pandemic beard it is. <laughs> Is this, is this, oh, this is the, this is the quarantine, this is the quarantine. This beard. is the quarantine beard, oh, yes. It doesn't look that bad. Oh, okay. 
Well, we have you on, on we have you on record. <laughs> so. Lie, by the way. <laughs> so, so, uh, Kevin, um, you know, I hollered at you, and I was like, "Damn, it would be so dope if we if we had this conversation about music distribution, music publishing, and kind of educate." some of the young musicians and other musicians who aren't young, who clearly don't know certain things <laughs> and just uh, get them acquainted with some knowledge on exactly what happens with their music, how they get paid and stuff like that. So that's why I was like, yo, Gavin, we need to have this conversation. And um, to start everything off, I think we need to briefly kind of talk about, so now I've recorded um, my, my, I've recorded, I have the material, I have the music, what must happen now? Like, what, 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 what do I do to make myself official? What do I do to make sure that I'm on record somewhere, somehow? So, yeah, just briefly give us some insight on that. Yeah, I'll try to make it as brief as possible. Uh, there's obviously, like, a lot of stuff that goes into all of this stuff. Um, the very first thing that I, I, I will say that is very important and, and, and quite... Um, it helps you to navigate the, the space a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, it's, it's knowing that it's not all one thing, right? So yeah. in the music industry, there's basically two different um, sort of setups. You, 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 like, there's two different camps in the industry, right? Um, the one camp is the recording side. Yeah. Um, those, that's record companies, artists. Um, distribution companies, um, all of that sort of thing. Then the other camp is the the music publishing side, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, we all know the word music publishing. Um, a lot of people don't really know exactly what that means. Um, mm. We'll come like I, I know you're going to ask me like to go in depth on that um, later on in in, yeah. in the podcast. Um, so we will get to that. But just just knowing that there's two different sides of the industry and that if any anyone that plays a role in the industry they they they're playing either on both sides or they're playing mm -hmm. only on one side um artists um that write their own music and that produce their own stuff if you, if it's like a one if you're the one like and there's no one else and you are recording stuff in your in in your own studio yeah. you produce your own stuff or even if it's like a bunch of guys that work together producing and, and being artists and stuff. Um, but they're making their own uh, music um, and they, they want to own their own music and release their own music as well. Yeah. They play in both spaces. But it's always important to remember that you, 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 you have both roles. Because yeah. um, the, way, the way you navigate the industry depends on you knowing that this now is a matter... So let's say distribution, for example, right? Um, know, knowing that distribution is in the recording side of the industry, that's already, you've already won half your battle because mm. then you know, okay, this is the side of the industry that I need to now look at and navigate. The, these are the, the certain structures and certain bodies that affect that side of the industry. Yeah. Um, so I need to register myself with that body, that structure, yeah. because it's on the recording side, right? But then also, because you write your own songs, basically, if you're a producer, you're basically a songwriter. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all sort of considered the same thing. 
So because there's that element to what you're doing, you now also play in the other side, the music publishing side. Mm-hmm. So then even though you've registered yourself with this one and that one and 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 so on, and you you're collecting this and that on the recording side, now you also have to take care of your publishing side as well. Um, you you will invariably you have to register with more uh, entities. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that there's more people that have the information about your works and stuff. Um, but knowing knowing that you see what I'm saying, it's like you need to know that there's always two sides to to the industry. Yeah. So that, so, so that's like the very first uh, tip or piece of advice that I that mm-hmm. I that I would always want to give. Um, it's kind of, basically half half the battle is won when you when you when you figure out and when you um sort of just take on board fully that notion of like the industry works in two different camps um yeah so um basically when you get started um you and you and you and you've decided like you want to do this independently um uh, let's let's just take that example. I mean, there is the other example of like, no, I I wanted a good deal. Yeah, what, let's what do the independent one. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll run with that with the independent example. So if you're independent, um, firstly, like I said, you have to know that you're 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 a master owner. So mm-hmm. let's give it name, right? So when you when when you're involved in the recording side, uh, you you we'll call you master owner, right? Because you you're you're the person that owns that recording basically. And then when you're on, when you're playing in the publishing side, when you're navigating the publishing side, um, you'll call your, let's call, let's call that role player um, a composer. Let's, let's just yeah. So first of all, you have to realize that you're you're a master owner and you're a composer, right? So you have to do the things that master owners have to do, and you have to do the things that composers that have composers to do. do. You can decide which one you want to tackle first. I mean, um, to be fair, the recording side of of the industry um, it works on um, much more up to date sort of timeframes. Like they do, like the like the royalties, for example, and the turnaround times are are much um, shorter and much quicker. Mm-hmm. So they 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 do um, quarterly processing, quarterly payments, and mm-hmm. it's it's more or less like you know it's more or less like three months to two months um, close to where oh. you are. So Gavin, wait. Let me let me pause you. That before we get to that, um, I, I'm hoping and I'm thinking that you're gonna go towards the the entities that you need to get in touch with on yeah. this first camp of being a recording artist. Ned? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So so in the in the recording camp, the very very first thing that you wanna do is that you you wanna make sure that um, you are either a member of the recording industry uh, association, which is RISA. AKA Risa. Sorry. Yes. yes. <laughs> Shout out to Risa. <laughs> yeah. Um, because they they're the people that so so um masters, right? They 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 um they're basically like a standardized like you know how you get um uh for films, right? You you when you watch the, when you watch the end credits of a film, when when it gets to the very end, then you see like the movie mm-hmm. number. Like mm-hmm. it's this code like that identifies that movie. Mm-hmm. And if you if you have a book like a like a hard copy book on the mm-hmm. margin, it gives you the number of the book, the book number. Those are called standard numbers. 
so there's like this global body that that regulates all the different standards that um, these books and films and stuff have to use. And um, re- like master recordings also have to have those standards as well. Yeah. So when you when you own a master, the very first thing that you have to do is register with RISA. You don't have to become like a full voting member and you now you're going to be able to vote for directors and all that. So you don't have to do all that. You just yeah, need to cause- get- Cause sorry, because when I was there, I remember I was at Risa trying to register, right? And they said that you could register as a member, but you could also register to get your codes. And the other one um, costs money, right? So and the, mem- the membership, the membership, that's the one. You get extra perks. like So So when it comes to SAMA nominations, like I don't want to go too off track, but like when it comes to SAMA nominations, if you are a Risa member, then you get a discount when you when you submit your your. Yeah. Uh, blah 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 you get to vote you get like all these other perks um you don't have to become a member but you just have to apply to get um your gs1 codes um the code that applies to the master is called the isrc i'm sure most people are familiar um if you work with a a digital distributor you will know isrc um risa is the only place that you can get those codes from in in, if, if if you're a master owner in south africa so that's one of the first things that that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the second, if if you if you uh, are by the means and you are able to make music videos and um, you are able to get your music videos uh, on TV, whether that be Channel O, whether that be Trace, whatever, um, it would I would recommend that you uh, get a a membership with. Um, so Risa has got like an audio visual section inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they office they call themselves RAV it stands for RISA Audiovisual okay. so those those guys are the ones that look after music videos like that get broadcast um, on wherever SABC mainly SABC but also they do Channel O, they do uh, Trace, all of that stuff um, so while you while you um, doing your, your RISA um, ISRC application you may as well just do the RAV just application uh, then you then you kind of cover it for music videos. Um, with with your um, your RISA um, ISRC application, they will give you the the video ISRC codes as well to use. So you get different codes. You get audio codes and then you get video yeah, codes. Get visual. I need to get video codes. <laughs> yeah, it's a very small it's a very small difference. It's just like the prefix number is a little different, or you know, like all these funny things. <laughs> But they can give you both. So yeah, if you don't have if you don't have your base number for videos, you you should get it. Yeah. <laughs> you should get I wanna, it. I want to go get video codes. I know I don't have them, so I need to go get video codes. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that's like um, item number one for me. Um, and like I say, like um, on the recording side, they're usually a little bit quicker than on the publishing side. On the publishing side, mm. anyone anyone that's dealt with Samro even once in their life, they will know how slow Samro is. What's up? Yeah. And I'm not hating. I'm not hating on Samro. It's just the way it is in publishing, very slow. Um, so yeah, step number one, Risa, make sure your master um, ownership is legitimized, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, step number two after that, uh, you can probably. Uh, I mean, if you don't already have uh, uh, someone distributing your your um, your records, um, whether that be physical, I mean, is anyone doing physical anymore? No, probably not. But <laughs> hey, like <laughs> some no, people. We want... don't know though. This is a 
South Africa, we never know. <laughs> Some people make hipster music and they want to do vinyls and, and yeah. all these things. I mean, hey, each to their own. So you can go ahead and do that. Um, but I mean, most people are using um, what we call aggregators. I don't know if we still call them aggregators. I think that was like the original term. I think they're now just called digital distributors. I think like, that's fine. I know that word. I don't know aggregators. <laughs> like when 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 they when they uh, business started out, they were called aggregators. Okay. Mm. I don't know. It's like it's not a not not the prettiest word. So I'm not surprised that they changed it quite quickly <laughs> to something sexier. <laughs> Digital distributors. <laughs> so yeah, there's a bunch now. I mean. We were staffed for choice uh, back in back in the day, like when when this business all started uh, digital distribution. There was basically like what CCA, um, and then Africori came along, um, and then it was just the two of them for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, but now there's now this is everywhere you look. I mean, this is just in South Africa that I'm talking about. Um, but you're not. You don't have to limit yourself to just using a South African distributor. South African distributor, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's digital, so like the internet is not. You can't just dig yeah, a hole and oh, yeah, the internet is here. You know, ah, here's the South African internet or whatever. So people <laughs> are using people are using um, overseas distributors um, in the US, in Canada. I'm like the the sky is the limit nowadays. Um, I'll come back to just remind me. Um, I'll come back to like the pros and cons maybe if if you're okay. interested in in okay. using local versus uh, international. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, like step two, get 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 your music out there. Um, uh, music, like digital distribution is probably the first step. Um, I I don't recommend that you just stop there because what these guys do is some of them do um, like value added service. They'll they'll do some marketing in 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 Spotify playlists. They'll do some banners and and stuff on iTunes. You know like wherever possible like mm -hmm. within, the, within the in the realm of like digital distribution mm -hmm. but they're not they're not out there like putting your stuff on radio um except for one I, there's this um i think they're like the new kids on the block um they're called the toe they come from the uk d-i-t-t-o okay. the music so yeah. they offer they offer various like value added services and uh they offer radio sampling i believe like don't oh, okay. don't quote me I know I'm That's on a podcast. Me quoting myself, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, so, so um, they've got contacts and and they've got people okay. that uh, are doing radio sampling. But all the others don't don't do that stuff. So, a lot of people think that if you're with a digital distributor, you're fine, you're sharp, you don't have to do anything else. No, that only means that your stuff is going on iTunes and yeah. on Spotify and blah blah blah. But it's not automatically going on radio. Um, look, more or less. I mean, if, if things are popular, then radio stations will pick it up, whether mm. with giving it to them or not. Like I've heard, like even some clients that I work with, um, radio stations have called, have phoned them and said, "Can you can you give us this song because yeah. we see it popular on iTunes and we've heard people raving about it and and whatnot." Um, but that's not, you know, that's the that's the exception. That's not the rule. Yeah, yeah, it's not so, common in this. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So um, step. Where are we step two and a half, I would say. Yes. Step step two B. So step two A is get a digital distributor. Yeah. Step two B would be get get like a radio plugger. There okay. aren't that many of them. Um, but those that those that they are, um, they're really good at what they do. Um, because they've got years and years of, of relationships most with radio and a lot of yeah. them work 
either in radio or in media, TV media. So they know everyone and, and everyone knows them. Um, there's a guy, um, if you're like in the hip hop scene, there's a guy, Kevin Mdupeki. Um, there's a whole bunch of, uh, a bunch of guys, um, mm. mostly Joburg based, not necessarily um, Cape Town. I think there's one that I know of in Cape Town. Anyway, um, but there are people um, that, that do that. Um, they usually charge a bit of a fee. And they then, it's yeah. not a bit of a fee, it's a, it's a fee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be kind. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to the like, watching this. It's a bit of a fee. <laughs> but shop around, man. Shop around to see who has the better. Yeah. To see who has your price range. Shop around, I, I think. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like I want to ask, yeah. ask something. Does, 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 um, step to be right whereby you said you get someone to plug your music onto the radio right yep. do you have to do you do you, I'm, i think i always get confused do you have to first be registered with samuel before or after that or does it matter does it matter if you register your song with samuel before or after that so because everything on the publishing side of the spectrum right it's yeah. really, really slow. It's just so slow. Like, um, okay. it, 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 it's not going to. So, I mean, when, when you're working on, on, on those sorts of time frames, like you, you, you've just finished the project, yeah, not, do. you don't necessarily have six to eight, nine months to, to yeah. wait before you get that project out on radio, right? So, it's not going to make a difference with you. I mean, you, like, you, so you should apply, obviously, to Samro, like, as, as soon as possible. Oh, okay. I think it matters. So. Uh, it, no, it's so we will we, we'll, we'll come. We'll, I mean, okay. I'm going to discuss okay. uh, the, the like it will it will be in the next steps. That's why that's why I'm I'm making the recording steps. The recording steps I'm making those the first ones because they, yeah. they turn around okay. quicker. They I, turn around much quicker. I should just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But like I said, like I like I can go on and on and on about this stuff. I'm just like a nerd, a music I, I just, industry nerd. I just need a clarity on that for like I just need because you know I've been in a situation where I've been misinformed to the core of my gut, so yeah, um, yeah because of my experiences. But anyway, let's let's let that go. So I just needed to know like what the hell does do I have to first do this or before that or whatever. But yes, continue. <laughs> yes, yes. No, 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 no problem. And you remind me to get back to the the publishing side, right, of the step. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. But for now, so uh, the step two B thing, the only the only thing that you will find in step two B when where if if so if if you get someone to, to, to do your radio plugging and stuff, um, they will ask you certain questions obviously because they need some information to give mm -hmm. to the radio stations, especially if it's like something that the radio stations don't know. So if this is the first time like the radio station is going to be seeing your name as the artist, um, they've never heard of you before. You're gonna to have to supply some press kits and some just something, you know, like little sexy things, it's information. Sexy I know. You know, <laughs> that that can entice some interest, like because, <laughs> like I, I I believe. I mean, I've never worked at a radio station, but I believe that they they inundated with like submissions for music, mm. like everything. and then also the majors are on the next to play. You know, like you have to play this, you have to play that, you have to, and and the majors are like, the majors play the bills basically. At, yes. At, at, 
Um, because just the Justin Bieber's and the whoever you know, the Demi Lovato's, and the, those are the ones that you hear. If I was to turn on the radio now, I'd probably hear like what uh, a Justin Bieber song, yeah. how much do you want a bit? So, those are the ones that are so they 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 get a lot of like pressure from, from the majors. So, mm. when when they when they when they come down the ladder to independence, you know, there's a whole lot of submissions and stuff for them to go through. So, mm. first of all, it helps if you're using someone. That they know that they already know, you know, they've had they've invited them to the, the spring bride and they know yes. they were at the, the kids uh birthday party, <laughs> you know, like those relationships. So yes. they they'll they'll see that person's name in the in their inbox and they'll look at that that email first, you know. Um yeah. and but then they still need to see something sexy, like they're not just gonna put on anyone on their radio station that they've never heard before. So the person that you're going to be getting to to sample your stuff, you're going to have to prepare pre-scripts, you're going to have to, and it's going to have to be, you have to go all out with the stuff. Yeah. You, can't just, you can't send the Microsoft Word, like, it's, it's, it has to be something nice, you know? Cause it's, it's, and it's not, yeah, and it's not for them, it's not for the radio plugger to be impressed, it's, it's, they need it to be sexy for the radio station. Yes, you know? it's, it's, it's like a cover letter for a CV. I know it's it has to be even think of that. Think of the cover letter. <laughs> but times times at least ten, like <laughs> I mean I haven't seen a cover letter in a minute, like <laughs> but the ones <laughs> I remember, like they were they were like I mean uh, you'll have maybe your 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 um your mugshot, like I like to call it, you'll have your mugshot on there and it will say something nice and motivational. But like for for radio it has to be it has to be like a, a something memorable and something enticing yeah. that way. Um, people send in like uh, uh, trailers, like people literally cut little trailers for for like the music and stuff, and then they send that stuff. People do like crazy stuff just to. Why? 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 What's the Because like I say, this this the inbox is full there by that radio compiler of independent submissions, right? Uh, so they don't have that bandwidth. Like your stuff is just gonna sit there if if it's just an email saying. My name is so and so, and here's my music. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no interest. Like, so, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a guaranteed uh, uh, watch. Like, they're gonna watch the thing that you submit, and they're gonna, yeah. you know, open that PDF presentation or that PowerPoint presentation. But it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's better than not, you know. It's better than not trying. It's better than not submitting something a little beefy, sexy. It's so tricky this thing because I also agree with you. Like, if you can spare the expense, it's it's much better if you just get like a someone who's gonna help plug your music onto radio. Because really, some people some some people ask themselves why am I not being played on radio? It could be a little thing like you like it could be a little little thing that kind of inhabits you from being played on radio when you send your email into a compiler. Like what you just said, like you need to make it enticing for them to be like. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna play it. So it's it's a tricky thing. This thing, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, yes, we are in a pandemic now, so nobody's dropping any any packages off at radio stations. Yeah, no, yeah. Foreseeable yeah. future, but that those that's usually like the recommendation. Like make something um tangible, right? Like like a little press kit that's nice, glossy paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Put it in an envelope. Give it to your guy. 
I mean, those, those people, they like to do FaceTime with, with radio stations, these radio uh, pluggers. Pluggers, they like to yeah. go and go in and shake hands and say what's up and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. That's, that's, you know, part of like the relationship building mm-hmm. and stuff. They, they tend to not really rely on email and that sort of um, means of delivering uh, yeah. uh, the goods. Um, so, so, yeah, like make a package. So, like, I mean, in, in, in pandemic times, uh, I don't know what the equivalent of that is, but maybe like, I mean, you don't have to be, you don't have to be extra and go and make like a movie trailer for, for your, for your track. Some people are doing it because maybe they, they can, um, but you just, some, something out of the box, a little bit out of the box. Um, okay. it's like I said, it's not a guarantee, but it's better than not doing it. Yeah, um, in, in the absence of that stuff, the only other thing that's going to get um, the attention drawn to your music is if uh, your music is out there on some in some other way. Maybe you've got a music video out that's got some gimmick, like someone is dressed in a, a dinosaur outfit shopping <laughs> for groceries or so. You know, like some gimmicky music video, and people that are talking about it. Music video. <laughs> <laughs> It's based on a it's based on a Facebook meme that I saw recently, <laughs> like a like a quarantine outfit, like someone someone was wearing like a blow up yeah. T Rex outfit in a, in a shopping mall, which is something that I would do, mind you. I would um, watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I digress. Yeah, so uh, like failing failing that failing ha- failing you having some other um, attention grabbing piece of um, communication out there, like. For, for these radio com, uh, radio compilers and radio playlist managers and stuff to to see you in, in some other, you know, to, to hear of your music from somewhere else. The only other way they, they're going to engage with your music is, is either through the inbox where you've sent your stuff mm-hmm. or through your radio plugger, you know, and it's it, more especially if it's, if, if you're the, it's the first time that they're hearing of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't have like, another medium that you are busy plugging your stuff with, like mm. like a meme, a Facebook meme, or whatever, you know. If it's mm. only like if you're only trying to just submit for radio, then you're gonna have to make some sort of extraordinary effort, you know what I mean? Um so yeah, that's where are we now? Step three, step two. Step three. I don't know. Step to step two B. What comes after two B? I'm just making these steps up as I go. <laughs> Okay, so what comes after to be? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that that's basically just like getting your music out there because you don't want to finish your project and then now it must sit on the shelf it because you have years. you have nine million applications to fill in from Risa and Tampra mm-hmm. and Tamro and what it's like just go ahead and you just know while while the bread is fresh, you know, eat like slice it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and then you can worry um about if all the applications and stuff after after okay. that. Only barring only the, the the what I said was step one would be the the Risa stuff. That's the only thing that you should do before putting your music out. Um, I mean, look, some people might beg to differ with me. Um, because I know at the at radio they they, uh, especially ACBC, um, they they because of tightening of copyright regulations and license requirements and things, they've got they they add a whole a whole bunch of extra things to their form basically. Um, and they want to know who the publisher is, and they want yeah. to know where this was recorded, which country it was recorded. There's there's all these extra items of information that they maybe never asked for, like uh, maybe a year or two ago. Mm. 
Mm. Um, for that stuff, you don't. I mean, some people, some people, when they when they come, I get a lot of like WhatsApp messages and stuff from 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 clients and even just from people that I know um, that are now trying to get the music to to radio. They 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 get into form and they're doing it independently. So there's no expert like you know a radio plugger that's advising them. Oh no no no, you don't have to fill that in. You can skip that part. So they're just sitting with a form that they've received from SABC. Yeah. And on there is like, oh, publisher, who's the publisher? Then they panic and they're like, oh, I don't have a publisher, first of all. I'm not a Samro member, so I can't even put Samro on there. So I, I don't know if I can actually carry on. You know, I don't know if I can actually proceed and submit this music because mm-hmm. this seems to be a requirement on this form. Yes. I always tell them, do it like, put whatever. Like, so if you, if, if, if you, um, like a what like an like a incorporated indie that mm-hmm. like there's some there's some independent musicians that um they have a, like a, a PTY limited setup yeah. and they do all the business through the PTY limited and and that sort of thing. If that's you, then just put the name of your company as as the publisher, which is technically is anyway. Yes. Um, or or just put like your own name. Just like don't 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 not fill it in because you don't have a publisher. Okay. Like okay. that stuff is not um. The thing about those forms is that that's not going to any government organization that's now gonna it's gonna prevent you from doing further things yeah. because you lied on you know you you didn't put the proper info no it's yeah. just like full make make it work like fill in whatever um you can fill in um but don't let it uh stop you yeah. um and then i think i I would move on then to say that the next step um after this uh, getting your stuff out on the radio um, is then if you're not a member of SAMRO, um, if you've never heard of SAMRO, it's uh, an acronym. They 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 call themselves the South African Music Rights Organization. Um, they're one of a, a whole bunch of acronyms um, which we will be going through. Oh, yes, um, okay. I thought those were the only two, by the way. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The, the, this world is full of acronyms. I'm ready for those acronyms. <laughs> the world is full of acronyms. Um, and thank God the acronyms because the, the, the long names are yeah. long. Like, so we'll, we, we are grateful for acronyms. Um, so the first acronym, we'll, maybe, maybe, the, maybe the next few steps we'll just go in order of like acronym. Okay. How about that? So this is now on the, the publishing side, right? So remember the, the first two steps were all on the recording on side. The recording. So we've reached Risa. the publishing side now. This is the, officially the second camp that we're going into. Okay. Yes. I mean, we're not done with the recording side. You're no, never yeah. done. You're never done with either you're side. It's done. always it's and, ongoing. And, and honestly speaking, um, if there's any other questions that anyone has, they're gonna comment on the on the on the comment section, and we might have round two. I don't know, but ah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's quarantine. Yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no. So so, so the first acronym. First acronym we will introduce. Oh no, but we've already introduced uh uh Rizamus, which Risa. is an acronym. Mm-hmm. The second acronym that we will introduce, this is the first one on the publishing space. It's the South African Music Rights Organization, SAMRO. Sam-Ro. Most people have heard of it. Some people yes. call it SAMBRO, some people call it SAMO, so there's like all these different <laughs> <laughs> I think some people might mistake it with some pra. I yes. don't, by the way, 
you're going to tell me what Samprat does. <laughs> yeah. And hey, it doesn't help that they're all in the same building in Bramfontein. True. Like all of, these, all of them. <laughs> it's only Risa. Risa is in Randburg. Like, yes. God bless him. <laughs> Everyone else is in Bramfontein <laughs> in one building. <laughs> so it doesn't oh. help. <laughs> but no, so, so Samro, they're the guys on the publishing side. So we'll maybe get briefly into it. So, so publishing is, is, it's basically like a bunch of different ways of using a composition, right? Like a piece of music. Let's, let's, let's okay. imagine, imagine, I'm going to take you back to uh, maybe a hundred years ago, maybe 200 years ago. Let's just say before there was any such thing as recording devices. Like we couldn't record music, right? Think, like think of it like music is older than, than CDs. Music yes. is older than DVDs. Yes. Older than records. So before people could record music, the only way you could uh, uh, um, sort of get music out to to different people was like writing it down, right? On mm. those like uh, those of us that were that suffered uh, a classical music education, um, we 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 know these these things, these lines. Now you must write the treble cliff, and Thanks. and. And they will they will hit your hands if you don't start that treble cliff on the right line on that stave. Like mm-hmm. ah, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Then you must write the bass cliff. And ah, beware if you don't put mm-hmm. the dot in between the right lines. Ah, so that that was the only way that 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 was basically like the way you record music. It yeah. was like by writing down, right? And then publishing started when people were able to make, uh, in a in a in a big way, like in a in a in a mass way, like quickly, you know, and inexpensively, were able to make copies <laughs> of that written uh, sheet music, we call it sheet mm. music, and distribute it out to people. And that's, that's where music publishing started, basically. Yes, like, yes. Like, almost 600 years ago. Can you believe the music industry is like 600 years old? Wow, like you'd never, cool. you know. So, so, and that's, incidentally, that's, that's where it gets its name from, because um, it, it's from the tradition of book publishing because it was, I mean, it was basically books, the paper, like sheet music. Yeah, yeah. So we call like Matthew Miller Longman and we call, um, uh, who are these other Pearson? Those, pub, th- those are book publishers, but we call them publishers, like we call it the publishing industry. But it's not, it's books, right? And it's magazines, magazine publishers. <laughs> the reason why we call them publishers is because, the, the reason why we call music publishers also publishers is because they were all part of that same family in the beginning because mm. it was all just printed music like make, making mm. copies of music anyway um I, what was my point with this yeah so well, God, yes. <laughs> it came back to me quite quickly <laughs> so so um publishing basically is different ways of using a a, a song right a composition Okay. Which, which, if this was 200 years ago, would be those notes on that those piece of sheet music. Notes. Mm. That, that's basically even now. That's how that's how we think of um, what the, what we call the composition, or the okay. song, or like the musical work. Yeah. That that's how that is how we still think of that. Like in in even in legal terms. So if you just imagine like having to write out the the sheet music for your track, for example, or for, for any song that you're yeah. working with. That, that's, that's, how, that's a way of um, sort of wrapping your brain around what we mean by the composition. 
because a lot of people get really confused and they're like, we don't understand. So what's what's the difference between the track that you hear on the radio and the track that is that that we're distributing to iTunes? What's the difference between that? Basically, the question is, what's the difference between what the, what is the master and what is the composition, right? Yeah. And it's very difficult to to conceptualize, except okay. for the fact that except by like rewinding history 200 years back. Okay, and, which we're and, not gonna and, do. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, just, just, just for the effect of like yeah. cheap music. Like, so, so that's that's uh, the the composition. Yeah. Those notes on that on those lines, that is your composition. You can record that composition, right? Which is what happens now. Obviously, people don't even people aren't busy writing out sheet music first sheet and music. then mm-hmm. then going to studio and then recording um, that sheet music. Um, but we still in in the industry we still treat it as if that's kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. So the sheet the sheet music is the composition, and there's various different ways that you can use that composition, right? Um, and all those different ways, or, or rather each of those different ways, each of them basically in publishing have like a different acronym that is looking after that way of using the music. I don't know if you understand. So, so SAMRO, for example, this this is now the second acronym that we're introducing. Yes. They only they 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 are like quite a large uh, organization, mm-hmm. but they only look after one. They only look after one way of using a composition. Okay. And and their their um way of of the, the way that they look after is uh perform. They call it performance performing. It also it comes back, it goes, you have to rewind 200 years before there was radio, and then you will realize the only way that people could enjoy music was by actually performing it, like they had to mm-hmm. literally like play, they had to buy the sheet music and then play the piano mm-hmm. and have people sing. So that's why we still have that word perform- performance. So mm-hmm. Sam looks after the performance of music. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, that, mean, that means anything that's, um, that can bring music to the ear of a listener. So it's it's uh, radio, it's television. Mm-hmm. So in any way that you are transmitting music to be listened to by like a um, a living audience, that's mm-hmm. basically now what we call performance. It's, it's, it's not yeah. just limited to like actual performing in clubs yeah. and, and concerts and stuff. They do that as well, but yes, it's 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 also now all the other things broadcast, uh, TV, etc. So that's what Samro looks after. Um, because um, there's a lot more of that of broadcast. Um, there's like tons and tons of like channels. Like DSTV has how many channels? SABC has like three channels. There's ETV. There's it's like a lot. So SAMRO mm-hmm. is the biggest of the acronyms because they've got a lot of stuff to to go through and yes. to, to process um, in looking after their performing rights. Mm-hmm. Um, the way all of these acronym people, the the way they work is that you have to become a member um, mm. before they can actually look after your stuff. Yes, yeah. um, and then you also, second step is that you have to tell them what is your stuff. And um, we'll get into like the splits and stuff like uh, okay. a bit later. Um, but you have to, first of all, you have to apply to be a member and then you have to constantly just keep telling them what is your, what is your composition. What your thing is, yes. Um, <laughs> A lot of people think that they just apply and then because their name pops up somewhere somehow in the universe, 
yeah, automatically it automatically has their composition. Yes, yeah. and they're just going to get that check, like, every <laughs> every distribution cycle, they're just going to get yes. that check. And it's yeah. like, so tell, like, did you fill in a notification form and let mm. them know? And then they're like, no, we didn't know about that. And then it's like, well, so how is Samro supposed to know that this is your song? Yeah. Um, so, so that is the next step, which is, I believe, step three. Register with Samro. Um, so apply to be a member. Yes. There's no fee, there's no fee involved. Um, it's free. The way they work is that um, they'll take anyone, but they only start paying you and taking you seriously if they, if they can see that you've that you are earning a certain amount of royalties. Yes. It's usually around like just under 100 rand. Um, and then, then they make you like a full member. They call it full member. Um, and then you, then you start getting the retirement benefits. And then you start getting to vote at the AGMs and okay. all, of the rest, all of the rest. So apply. Um, it's a very long process. I mean, it's it's quick to apply. The forms are quite quick to fill in. And yeah, stuff. but the waiting. Man. The waiting is quite long. And also, if you get, I mean, it's sad, but if you get anything wrong on the form, and if you don't like, give them all the supporting documents, because now it's it's a bit like home affairs. So you have to give supporting documents, copy of ID, mm-hmm. proof of residence, all of these things. If you maybe miss, let's say, a copy of your ID, then they're not inclined to usually come back to you and to say, hey, we got your application, but this yeah. and that thing. They don't generally, they don't have the bandwidth to do that stuff. Yeah. So a lot of people apply and then they don't send Here. in everything. Yeah. And then they just never hear back because mm. it, and, and then it turns out it's because they didn't send the copy of their ID or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they have to reapply. Um, so just like follow the, like, so on the forms, they tell you exactly what you need to, to um, like in terms of supporting documents. Um, and f- like with that one form that you don't want to leave much blank, you want to fill in each and every field on that form. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a part of the form where it's um, next, next, what? Next of, next of kin. Ne? Of kin, yeah. Kin. Um, strange word. Um, <laughs> Your that's... kin. It's kin. <laughs> British should get that. <laughs> oh, gosh. So they don't like when that's, when that's not filled in. You have to at least fill one uh, person in there. Um, they don't process your stuff if there's no next of kin. Um, so, yeah, just some tips about Tamara. Just fill each and every field. You don't have to fill in all the... Like, you don't have to fill, like, 10,000 next of kin, but at least, like, make sure you have one. Yes, um, make sure you submit all your um, supporting documents, um, just etc. Um, and then you have to you have to in your application you have to make sure that you you uh, give them some songs. You have to notify. They call it notifying. Um, yeah. You have to tell them like you don't have to tell them your entire catalog because that tends to slow down the application process as well. Because when they do applications, they do like manual input, so they literally have to type each and everything into the system one one one. So maybe just do like I like to do three for my clients. I'll just do like three songs, um, and and then I'll, I'll prioritize. I'll say, oh no no, only the only the the ones that are on radio and that have been on radio the longest, because mm. then chances are that Samra already has it in the system, like through all these playlists that they get from radio stations and stuff. Mm. Um, so so it will be quicker, you know. It will be like a, a easier mm. um, match. 
Um, and then splits, very important that we know what splits are. I think, I, I mean, generally most people know what splits are, right? I think so, yeah. But I, I think in terms of how they work, I think most people don't know, like, uh, like there's, uh, in terms of like, are they compulsory splits? Like how you, for instance, have the producer, which they, by law, yeah. are entitled to their 50%. But I guess uh, you can have that conversation like you did with me, the conversation of saying how you're splitting uh, yeah. the property. Or yeah. yes, let's call it the property. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a property. Yeah, it is a intellectual, property. intellectual yes. property. Um, yeah, no. So, so splits, splits come in with um uh, notifications. So you like the way you notify Samro is that you have to tell them like there's a field that says this is the title of the song, ne? Mm -hmm. And then if there's any subtitles like uh, also known as this and also known as that, um, and then basically the the entirety of the the um rest of the information that they need is basically just like who wrote the song mm -hmm. and how how much a hundred percent of the song because that's that's like the goalpost like you have to get to hundred percent mm -hmm. if you're not if if you if you don't report hundred percent of the song to them then they don't they can't work with it okay. so so each, each song must add up to a hundred percent um yes. splits basically so it's easy if it's just you, if you're like the sole um, songwriter, like you produce your stuff and you're the artist or whatsoever, 100%. Your name, so song title, your name, 100%, you're done. I mean, you can fill in like, they, they've got fields for like genre and duration. You can fill that stuff. It's not too important. Um, but it's easy if it's just you, right? Yes. Um, it's not complicated, but it gets a little more... Um, like there's a little like you have to speak a bit more to people and you have to kind of make sure everyone is okay and on on the same page when there's more than one person obviously um uh in 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 hip hop it's not law i mean i don't mean to to correct your words oh okay but but <laughs> no it's not i mean i i wish it was law it would make my life a bit easier um, I actually was quite sure that, like, it's by law, like, if you're a producer, you're entitled to 50%, I, I thought, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, the law, the, the law, I mean, our current law um, on, on copyright is very broad. It doesn't say anything FCE, about, it's okay. all about, like, um, agreement between the own, okay. like, the, the, the composers, basically, yes. the parties. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So, it's, that's, that's how it, I mean, um, the, Oxalayo, like, that's how it works. It's it's the agreement of the parties, right? But in hip hop, um, hip hop is more or less the exception where it's kind of been standardized more or less that the producer or, or those that have come together to produce the song, mm. they, they they usually are afforded fifty percent okay. of of that hundred percent. Um, they call it, I mean, it's a bit, it gets a bit more complicated. So um, it's music and lyrics. It's, it's all old fashioned music yeah. and lyrics. So it's um, music is 50% and lyrics is 50%. So mm. the producers get the music part, like the, the, mm. the music 50%. Um, I just like to think of it as 100%. I don't like to involve music or lyrics or any of that stuff because it just gets confusing. Yeah. Um, so I just, Think of it as hundred, and of that, if it's a hip hop track, if if nobody's like mad at it, mad at the idea of it, then give the producers fifty. If it's yeah. one guy, and that one guy gets all the, the whole fifty percent, 
if it's guys, yeah. they can decide how they want to split. If it's 25, 25, yeah. and then the lyricists get to split up the rest as as they feel is appropriate. Um, okay. There, there are there are ways of like bars. Like this one did only this one did 16 bars, and then that one did eight bars. So how much? How much? Yeah. And then so give so so sixteen is twice is is eight times two so you just give the one person twice what the other twice person twice what the other no, person did oh it sounds so complicated like I think this publishing <laughs> conversation sounds very complicated and I think we need to try our best to simplify it as hard as we can really yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think so and, and just to I, I was going on a tangent about splits yes um, but it was basically just in service of like. Uh, this is uh, uh, something that you have to tell Samro about. You have to tell Samro yes. is this, yes. and 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 that's called notifying, right? So yes. it, it's all part of the the membership application. Um, you only have to do the mem if you do it right. You only have to do the membership application once, but you have to keep doing notifications. Like every time you've got new material, don't forget to 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 notify. Notify right? definitely. Um, like we were talking about splits before, you like you, you obviously have to have all that stuff sorted out before you can actually fill in a notification because that's those are the splits that you have to fill in, mm -hmm. right? Um, so my advice always is like if if you if you're working, let's say if you're in a band, for example, right? Mm -hmm. It's always, it's it's never a bad idea to just like get like be open with it, like start start that conversation as early as possible. Like, okay, guys, how are we going to split? Our, how are we going to do our splits? That's true. So are we going to do it all equally or are we going to sit and do maths and say, okay, for each song, who did this? Who did the most? Who did the second most? Who did the third most, etc.? Um, that the, Those conversations are, are they, they affect basically like how quickly you will be able to Yay. do your notification. Um, how quickly you'll be able to send it to Samro, etc. Um, if 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 you're a producer, right? Like, this is also a recommendation that I that I just gave recently. Um, make sure, like, I mean, you don't have to go overboard. I mean, I recommend maybe doing like a a, a short, very short contract one page, uh, even just like a letter, not even a contract as such, but mm -hmm. they must be placed for signature. Okay, yeah, an agreement letter of sorts. Mm -hmm. Like you know, um, whenever you work with someone, make sure that. This this is this is what's on the menu. Like they have to agree to your terms, mm. and then in in there it should say like, okay, I must get fifty percent of the of the mm. publishing, mm. right? So that you know, so that there's no doubt um, mm. that you 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 are entitled to that at least that much of of the mm. of the publishing, mm. and then it, it it should say that they you know um if there's other parties on their side, because sometimes you you a beat maker and you you make a beat for someone. You don't know who the other personnel is that the the artist is using. So maybe they're using a ghostwriter. They're using mm. uh, they, there's a, a person that uh, wrote a chorus on the you you don't know that information. So when when it comes time for you to send your notification to Samro, all you know is that it's this artist and you've got fifty percent. Um, so in that letter, my recommendation is also to say, okay, you need to. You need to you need to share those splits with me, yes. like within a certain time frame as well. Like not like bef like a week before you release the song. Like you have to I have to get an email from you saying that this is how this is how we split the song up, mm -hmm. blah blah blah. Um, okay. 
very important conversations to have. It's sometimes it's not pleasant conversation because yeah. ultimately splits uh, splits is money. Like when when you say the word splits, you are basically saying how much of, how much of this money yes. am I getting? Yes. And like money sometimes is a, is a bit of a sensitive topic. Um, yeah. Like hey, it's it's called the music industry. It's not called the music charity. It's not called the music. <laughs> Yes, it's a conversation that must be had, nonetheless. Exactly, Mm. exactly. And that that is your only source of income as a composer. Like, I mean, unless you're getting unless you're getting paid to write music for people, like producers, for example, do get paid to make to make beats, but the 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 other income comes from the royalties, and that's with that's what um, the splits affect that. So. Yeah. So now, um, since you've mentioned all of this, uh, the involvement of Samro and uh, and and we've gone on to splits. I'm just wondering: is this the is this the biggest part of this publishing side? I'm I'm actually or what? Because for me, it seems like right now it, it's the biggest part of 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 when it comes to you thinking about publishing. It that's how it seems to me right now. The, the whole admin of thinking about splits of whatever you need to do if you're doing calculations, it seems like the biggest part. Kind of excited to hear what the next part is. <laughs> Since to yeah. me, that's kind of the part that I'm like, okay, I, this is what I know. This is what I understand. So now I think the next, hey, what, what is the next part actually? <laughs> yeah. so, no, look, um, why, once you've conquered, once you've conquered uh, splits with Samro, then that's that. Like from a composer's point of view, oh, like, is it? okay. Uh, you don't have. To, there's nothing else for you to do once you once you once you can fill in your notification and then you can fill in all of those names that are your co-composers, and you can confidently say yours is fifty percent, that guy's is twenty five percent, that guy's twenty five percent. There's nothing else for you to do, you know, except except just to keep it coming. So don't just don't ever forget. So you've just done. You've just finished your second project. You, you have to submit a notification yes, of those. The same, yes. Yeah. Just like you're gonna have to go and get before you release the the um, project, you're gonna have to go and get ISRC codes. So we're going back to step one. First ISRC codes, right? And and then you you this the same the same rules apply. Like don't forget to to submit your your Samro notification. Mm, okay. um, but yeah, like on our on our side, like the back end, like publishers and rights managers and Samro, like mm. that 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 is the main. Um, that's basically what we what we spend most of our day like trying mm. to figure out, trying to uh, make more make more efficient. It's like splits. How to how to, you know, how to, how to distribute the splits. No, it's just like how to manage like because like. I mean, I'm going to be a bit nerdy now, but if we go back to the recording side, right? The recording side has it so easy because they don't have splits. And everything is, that's why they can do everything so so much more quicker than the publishing mm, side. True story. Splits. A master owner is one. It's one, yeah, true. If Universal Music owns the master, it's on, it's Universal Music. So, mm. so iTunes doesn't have to ask questions. They know who to pay. They pay mm. Universal Music. Yeah. Uh, Spotify doesn't have to ask. They pay Universal. Universal. The music video. It, nobody has to ask anything about. Uh, they, you know what? You know what I'm trying to get yeah. at. So, their their side is 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 one man, one one gun type of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm 
and that's what makes it so much more uh, easy, user friendly, and 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 quick turnarounds and stuff. Is because there's no splits. There's no splits. And and you know what? I'm glad that you went and you mentioned the the whole since there's no splits and if it's universal, uh, the just the the recording side they're just gonna pay universal and universal will decide who they pay. So <laughs> so because now we really went into like depth, and I think that if you're an independent artist, you need to know everything that you have just mentioned literally right now. And I'm guessing that on on the other on the, the flip side, if you're under a major or under a record label, they kind of do everything for you. How does how does that side actually work? So I, we need to just dive into that actually. How does how does that work? So um yes yes and no. Yeah. So, uh, the la the what labels are, I mean, in 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 the music industry that we have now, right? We we are in the world of, I mean, let's face it, guys, it's the digital age now. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, those are those are now the new musicers. Those are the new. I mean, they're even becoming the new SABCs and the new mm. FMs for for that matter. You know, I mean, in a few short years, I don't think people. I mean, people will still be listening to radio, etc., but they won't be listening for the music anymore. They will listen. They will listen to hear what did Tomizi say on the mm. morning show. You know what I mean? Yeah. They won't be listening for music anymore. They will. They will be listening to iTunes. They will be listening to to Spotify. So those are the new giants of the industry now, um, and it's 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 good for the independent space in that. There's no, there's no because because it's so new. There's no, uh, there's no history. Like you don't have to have history mm -hmm. in order to engage in the space anymore. So you don't have to have uh, years and years of relationship and like mm -hmm. big brand to go to to radio stations and and force them to play your stuff and mm -hmm. to go to musica and get your stuff into the shelves. No, you don't need any of that stuff now. And that's the only thing that the 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 labels. Can claim to have over independence. Yes, they can claim to have those relationships with Musica, yes. and they, they can claim to have those big relationships with radio stations and and with the uh, uh, TV channels and those sorts of things. Yes, we 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 understand. We believe them when they say yes. that. But their relationship with Spotify and their relationship with iTunes and that stuff, it's it's not much different from. Yes, it's going to be the same the as mine. Do you know what I mean? I mean, if you, if you're using aggregate, um, if you're using a digital distributor, like <laughs> I almost went it's back to the old name. <laughs> um, if you're using those guys, like they they on the same, you know, they're on the same level as as uh, Universal and as a Sony Music. They they the same supplier, like. I guess the thing with uh, recording with the labels is that I, I guess when someone decides that I want to go through a label, it's for the marketing of side, yes. marketing side of yes. life more than anything, because they have so, the money to do everything you cannot do. That yeah. is, that, and that's that is, where that's I think they the only thing. Up. That's the only thing that they have to that's to okay. show. Like that's the only thing that they can attract you with to say, okay, no, 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 we can bankroll. We will bankroll you. We'll shoot your music videos. We um, hope that you don't realize that all that money that we spent yes. on the music video, yes. we're taking it back from we're your royalties anyway. Um, and uh, but then at the same time, we are the owners of the music video, even oh, though you paid for how it. How does 
Gavin, how does that happen? Actually, we need to talk about how that happens. How does that? How does it happen that I make everything, and technically it's my intellectual property, but then someone else owns it? Please tell me how that happens. Look, so, I mean. I'm in, I'm in indie, right? Uh, I worked I worked with the majors for many years. Yes. And I, I, I got to see this stuff like firsthand. And in the beginning, you don't question it because you're just like, oh, okay, this is how it works, blah, 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 blah. But the more you see it, the more you, you look into it, you know, and the more you, you become familiar with, with the, the, the ins and outs, the more <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. And it's like, okay, so what is not recoup? You know the word recoupable, right? So yes, that's like I when, when, when they can take it back basically yes, from you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what is not what there's nothing that's not recoupable. Like everything is recoupable. So you're you at first of all they give you an advance, right? That's already yes. recoupable, first of all. And they like to make it a big advance so that you always they can always recoup, recoup, in, recoup. In and you can never leave. Yeah, you can never leave your contract. Then the next thing is recording costs. Recoupable. Recording costs. Fully recoupable. So you've just recorded. So so you are going to the studio. You're going to the studio of the record label. And you are going to pay for eventually. You are, pay, you are paying for it, basically. I mean, it doesn't happen in real time. But yes. it's basically you are, you are paying for that recording. But who is the owner of the recording? It's the yeah, record label. The major. Mm. Who is the owner of the music video? It's them. But you have just literally paid for all of that stuff. The only mm. thing that's not recoupable to, like, I mean, the saving grace, I guess. I mean, if, if this was recoupable as well, then, there's no, then what's the point of a record label? You know what I mean? The only thing that's not fully recoupable, some of them still try to recoup a little bit. Mm. Um, they'll say in the contract that it's partially recoupable. And then maybe they'll, maybe they'll bother to give you the um, percentage somewhere else in some schedule somewhere. Um, yeah. But the marketing costs are, are not fully recoupable. So at least they, they, pay, they pay for that, you know. Um, which, 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 like, hey, it, I guess if you're, um, if, I guess if we're on the mindset of, I understand if you're making an investment, someone needs their return on the investment. That makes sense. I mean, if you're putting money into my into my music, you're putting money into my music videos, of course, okay, I will pay you back. What I don't understand is how the hell do I end up paying you for so long? What is this a bond? <laughs> no, but that, that's why it's because they make things recoupable. That So look, an investment, I, I understand. I mean, no one's just yeah. going to fund your project and they're not going to get anything out of it, right? Yes. But the reason why they are, are why there's a project, né? so why are we making a project? It's because we're going to go and sell that project. Yes. And from those sales, we're going to make money, right? Mm. And from those endorsement deals and from those whatever, whatever comes out of, because uh, uh, an artist is more than just the music nowadays. True. Yes, it is. Yes, you, definitely. You do, you do more, you become a brand in, in and of yourself. That brand is basically, if you're with a, a major, the, the brand kind of belongs to them. Um, so they, they monetize your brand and they, they, they monetize your project. And that is, that is if, if you're talking about investment, right, if you're looking at it as an investment, then that's where you make your money. It's like a film. Mm. So it's like you pay you pay the actors, you pay the director, you pay everyone, you the, you you pay them what they ask, you know, you pay them yeah. what they charge. 
you're not recouping uh, from the actors. You're not yes. recouping from the director. From the director themselves, yes. You're making your money back from, from us that are seeing the movie, that are going to the, the, the cinemas, yes. that are streaming the movie. That's where you make your money. That's in, that's 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 what return on investment means. Like means, yes. So I'm just concerned. So there's this. Hey, I'm just wondering, what is this clause that is like? I'm selling my whole soul to you right now. <laughs> Own me for the rest of my life. <laughs> like I'm because because I, I, I won't lie to you. There's um I think there's 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 uh, articles, there's things, there's videos, there's things on YouTube where people talk about who has the worst recording label um contract ever and why they have the worst recording label contract ever and i'm just wondering what are we what are what are we not doing what are these musicians and artists not doing are they not reading this contract and seeing that they're selling their souls is that what they're not doing and um then it, it goes to the point of why are why are record labels asking for people's souls you guys <laughs> so, and then i don't know why are they asking for people's souls why are they greedy but Hey, <laughs> hey! I don't know. But I, I want to say it's because they don't have souls themselves, so they need us. True, they need I <laughs> but I think that's. I think I'm being a bit too unfair. I mean, Trim, like I've worked with these people, and they clearly have souls. I think it's just. I think no. I mean, to be honest with you, Sai, I think it's just um, that things have just not changed, and and these are these are old. Old ways of doing business, like I'm talking about from the beginning of like the recording, uh, the recording industry, 1960s, 1970s. Mm-hmm. You 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 will read and you'll see documentaries of horror stories of Barry Gordy, how 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 people were expl- how artists were exploited and they died penniless. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. those are, those are the stories that that we know, you know. So those, I mean, we're still using more or less the same contracts. Yeah. And, and, no one has challenged them and no one has cared enough to to change them and make them bring them like drag them kicking and screaming into the 21st mm-hmm. century i think uh, so luckily, too yeah. i want to say like so it's not all death and destruction yes <laughs> so now nowadays um although they're not very keen on offering everyone these these contracts these they the must, ones yeah. i'm about to tell you their first uh, uh, option is always to offer you the artist contract, right? So this that 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 artist contract, that's the one that we're talking about. And I, I read about. about that. I read that you can have like three types of contracts with, yes. with something or some different types of contracts. But yes, yeah. yeah. So you can have you can have you can have not an artist contract. Um, mm. This is maybe two. There's only really two other options. And like I say, they will try their best to to bamboozle you out of seeing those as options they want they, they really want to to have you on the artist contract right yes. but optional especially if you have some cloud and you've got if you really have some maybe you were with uh, uh, sony before and now universal wants to get you you have some negotiating power you can say oh no uh, I, w- I had an artist contract with sony but i'm not doing that again mm. so now I want to do a, a license deal with you guys. Mm. And then what a license deal is that you own the master. Mm. And what is happening is that you're just saying to Universal, okay, I'm giving you exclusive rights to my masters, which are mine, but I'm giving only you the rights to go out and distribute them and to do, you know, whatever the following things. Um, 
that's that's what's called a license deal. Mm. Uh, that's already immediately much like a thousand times better than an it's artist deal because because mm. you're the owner, right? Um, mm. The the um, revenue sharing is also quite a quite a also a thousand times better. Mm. I mean, generally with artist contracts, they give you minimum. They they pay you like because they yeah they pay you with. Your work. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, this is our master, so we're going to give yes. you a uh, Oh, you're an artist. Uh, what are you, like, a, like m- mildly famous? Um, we're going to give you 6%, 8% max mm-hmm. royalty on sales. Whereas with a license, it's it's much more equitable. It, it can be 50-50 in, in, in some cases. Yeah. Some cases, it can even be 60-40. Yeah, um, sorry. Depending if it includes marketing and you know, like depending what else is included in the deal, um, it can be maybe 70, 30, 70 in favor of the record company, mm-hmm. uh, etc. Um, but it's immediately much more humane, mm-hmm. humane. Um, and then in in very exceptional cases, you get um, these superstar contracts where it's a joint venture. Yes. So it's maybe like a black coffee, for example. Then you 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 put money in. And then Universal will put the same. It will, Universal will match that amount of money, and then they'll do a joint venture. Um, a lot of like, I mean, you don't see it a lot in in SA, but a lot of these like, um, what do they call them? Like sub labels or imprints. You know, like yes, these yes, okay, I get you. the Def Jam's of the world yeah. and uh, uh, XL Records of the world and stuff. Like a lot of them are are joint ventures between like an artist, let's say, or or some. Uh, previous independent owner that that had oh, some yeah, success, yeah. Like, a hmm. previous label, they'll come together and and Kazata and and do like a, a joint venture. Um, like I said, that's usually only for like superstar level accomplished yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. artists. But it's at least it, it should comfort people to know that it's an option. It's there, mm-hmm. and and it's not just the artist contract that we have to deal with. I think I think it's so important, Nyani, that I don't think a lot of people do understand that there's not only just one contract. And I think that um, what we fail to do is kind of weigh the pros, the cons of of when you're sitting in a boardroom with someone saying that I can make your dreams come true. So I, I think and and it's so important to to not think of yourself as and this is to the musicians to not think of yourself as just a musician, but think of yourself as a business in the long run. Because if you're a business and you're sitting down with someone who's saying, I can make your dreams come true, you're making a business deal. So if you make it, if you make a deal that's going to like be the worst thing to ever happen to your business, then that's the worst thing you could ever do for yourself, which is I think most of the artists have signed those artist contracts, artists to, is it artists to, to what, to management? What, what are they called? Artists to what contract? They just call them artist deals, but it's, it's, it's artists to label. To, um, yeah. What they what they do now, um, the artist contracts nowadays for the past maybe two three years, they do what's called you must have heard of this I uh, three sixty deal. Yes, I have. And that's like okay, so we we're taking your recordings. Yes. First. Yes. We are also taking your live performances second. We are also taking your management third. It's like literally every like whatever you have like. Like like, like we were talking me, about, yeah, like we were talking about this, like an artist is more than just the music. Yes. So they finally, the 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 evil minds have finally yes, recognized, they up, yes. and they're like, ah, we 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 we're wasting, we we're, we're losing out. 
so now they literally want like ev- everything, everything, everything. Um, so, so that's so it's like artists to label, but it involves management generally. If yeah. you don't really have a manager, it involves um, live, like I say, uh, bookings. If you don't have a booking agent, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's all in, all in, all in. Sure, it's a lot to think about, and um, I think that when when people watch this, they're gonna have to see how much they need to think about. <laughs> because it was like, people are selling themselves short out there, so it's tricky. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm glad that I, we, we, we needed to talk about this. And um, I wanted to kind of wrap up. And just before we wrap up, um, now for you as someone who kind of, uh, uh, like, uh, um, for someone who, I've lost this English word, who handles, yes, who handles, <laughs> who, handles uh, who handles the kind of the admin side of making sure that someone's intellectual property is well managed. Um, what do you offer in terms of, I just, I just I want it to come from your mouth. It's going to come from my mouth, of course, in the introduction, but I want it to come from your mouth. How do you, how do you, what, what do you do? What do you do? How do you make some people's lives easier? For someone who is admin, I'm pretty sure their life can be made so much <laughs> easier by someone like you and your company. So just let us in on exactly how you can make everyone else's life easier for some, for, for in terms of what you do. Do you get me? Yeah. So no, I, yeah. Like, I like to say that we are the, the vanguard of the revolution. Because um, at some point, like things have got to change in the industry. We can't. I mean, like like we've been talking about, like these contracts are still the same contracts that have been used since the nineteen sixties and seventies, and people are people are becoming more educated about um, what is publishing, what is intellectual property, yeah. what is this, what is that, and you know, people are looking for an, another option because. There's record labels, and then there's being independent, and then that's it. You know what I mean? So fine, you don't want to sign with the record label. I I I applaud you. I support you. Um, you want to be independent. Not everybody knows um what Risa is. You know, I mean, hopefully, hopefully there'll be more people in the world that know what Risa is after after this mm-hmm. podcast. I um, hope so too. But I mean, a lot, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know what an ISRC is. A lot of people don't know any, any, anything. So imagine now going, stepping out into the independent space, and and just not knowing, like throwing yourself to the wind, basically, um, because mm-hmm. literally because there's no other option, and there's no, um, there's nobody to call. You know, like who are you gonna mm-hmm. call? So mm-hmm. we've seen that space, and we want to be who you call like we yes. want to be those guys we don't want to offer you a deal we don't want to sell you dreams like we want you to save those dreams for your art like mm. put 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 the dreams in the art like we're not putting the dreams in the contract you know mm. Mm. um provide like we provide we really want to provide a service to people that need the service that's that's yeah. what we do so my company is called plan a as you know plan a music services yes. Um, I'm probably like the first of my kind in South Africa. You, you um, are, I think you are. Mm. I'm not the first in, in. I'm not the first in the world. Um, so I took my inspiration from um, like a movement that's happening in the UK and in the mm. states of like, no, we don't. We don't want the music in the same old music industry that mm. our parents and our grandparents had. You know, we want we want to see something mm-hmm. that works that that Perfect. makes sense for, for our time. You know. Um, and that means like you don't own like you leave people to own their own property like you don't you don't get involved with ownership yeah. you, 
provide a service to them as the owners and then you do the you you do you do everything so basically like i do everything that a publisher does i yes. do more than I do more than a publisher does because i'm not i don't limit myself to being a publisher and mm. working just inside the constraints of of what the publisher does and what a publisher is not supposed to do i'm a rights manager like so yes. i i i do more than a publisher and also i don't take ownership like publishers do and like like mm. the good companies do um your 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 master is yours i just do the sample forms your your composition is yours i just do your your notifications you know mm. what i mean um yeah and i think i think i mean i don't want to like pat my own back or anything but i i, I really think that this is the this is the, this is the way of the future it's um it's the progressive way yeah you know um i mean covid it's covid is changing a lot of things in the world it's changing yes. economies and stuff the music economy has has largely been left um you know unscathed let's mm. use big let's use big fancy word unscathed <laughs> um <laughs> but uh also like people are paying those subscriptions that they have with iTunes yeah. people are paying those subscriptions that they have with Spotify if people don't have a, a job because of mm-hmm. the other economies that are, are are starting to fail slowly but surely eventually those subscriptions are going to be affected which means Spotify is going to be affected which means the music industry is going to be affected and you can't be uh leaving you can't be leaving so much on the table like in your deals with publishers you you're mm. giving them 70 30 splits you're giving them 75 25 mm-hmm. oh no like we work on 10% commissions mm-hmm. max 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 20% commissions mm-hmm. like real estate like this is how real estate agents work there you'll never hear of a real estate agent selling your house for like a what a 30% commission never yeah. never never yeah. they do 8% 6% 10% max um which we think is is fair i mean we we like like we mentioned earlier like uh, uh these things are properties right mm-hmm. so why should it be why should we why should we manage the property on a different basis than a real estate agent might manage uh like a a, a house or you know selling your house or selling your 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 building mm-hmm. um we we yeah, are just trying to we're just trying to co- to stir the pot a little bit as yeah. well so yeah uh, um people people um people can i don't have a website uh, yeah i was actually about to ask if i want to see if they want your services I, i don't have i don't have a website it's a bit of a, a ne- negligence on my part um but people can <laughs> people can literally just email me um so the company is called what is the plan uh, i've started yeah. the, the, the the email domain is what is the plan gavin at what is the plan.co.za company yeah. called plan a music services um any questions or anything i mean maybe some people might have some questions uh, mm. you can they can either contact me directly or by by email yeah. uh you can send me the questions and we can do around two like you say i mean there's so much that we haven't talked about yes like, yes yes so just so <laughs> just the tip of the iceberg we already talked so much <laughs> you know um so yeah that's 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 what you that's what you get from like a service based um rights management uh, uh, offering uh you get to keep your your copyright um and then you get everything done basically yeah. for you your sample yeah. if you if you're not a sample member we apply for you um if you're not a sample member we apply for you and like i say we can we do it all like anything that's rights based whether it's uh, on the master side 
uh, with it. On the publishing side, we we can play in all all spaces. All spaces. Uh, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't limit ourselves just to yeah. publishing or, or master. Yeah. I mean, it is more it's more or less holistic now anyway. So what's yes. what's the point? So I'm going to definitely make sure that uh, we link your email on the video. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Um, and if there are any comments or anything that uh, I'm going to, if there are any comments or any questions, I'm going to pass them by you. We might do a round two if there are. I have no idea, but we will see. But yeah, um, I think we can wrap up right now. And thank you so much for this conversation, Gavin. It's always oh, insightful. Such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. <laughs> I know I talk a lot, um, but it's just because I'm so passionate about this stuff, and I don't I want my I don't want my head to be the only head that's full of this knowledge. Yeah. I want it to come out. It must come out of me, and it must be shared with everyone. So it was yes. such a pleasure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So, uh, happy so ha happy happy quarantine further. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your quarantine, Gavin. <laughs> I I will try. This episode is brought to you by Sai Jones, produced by Sinesipo Magangana together with Mudiwa Mob Justice Gavaza. To keep up with all the great content from the Sai Sessions and the Bay DJ, be sure to follow us on social media. That's at Sai Jones ZA across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you'd like to see all the action and visuals of each episode, videos of the Sai Sessions podcast are available on the Sai Jones YouTube channel. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and comment. Sai Sessions is produced for Sai Jones by Allo TV Productions, a division of Lion Media. We look forward to having you on the next episode. Episode.